0: Guys of a Certain Age is brought to you by no one, absolutely no one, except these dudes walking down memory lane. Now let's head to the studio to see what they misremember next. It may be cold outside, but it's warm in here. Guys of a Certain Age, back on your podcast, Wavelinks, Robbie Koblenz, solo in studio, but joined across the miracle of technology by... Art Shirley. And Jay Reed, he did there. Jay may be in a closet somewhere at his house recording, and
1: who knows? <laughs> no, I call it the studio. It's the studio. The closet is just a nickname.
0: I got I give it. I got it. Uh, it's it sounds great, Jay. Are, where are you? Uh, are you like in a living room, out on the back deck, having chardonnay and watching the snow? What? what where are you? No, recording?
2: I'm in the, I'm in the uh, bedroom, looking out the back window at the uh, snow.
0: But no chardonnay. No Chardonnay. Yeah. How, so how how were your ice days, guys? I mean, as we're recording this, this this is on a Thursday at the end of a uh, iced in five day week uh, in Mississippi, which never happens. What uh, what was your biggest adventure uh, uh, art from, from your ice ice week? Your your well, age of hoth, shall we say?
2: Yeah. Uh, we lost power today about five fifteen. Uh, this morning and uh, so I had to figure out how to turn gas logs on that uh, did not have an external switch so I got that uh, that done and so we had some heat and then uh, to cook I had to go up uh, ice covered stairs to the attic that's outside and, and find the Coleman stove so that was my adventure but it was fun I loved it we had coffee and cooked lunch and then shortly after lunch uh, the power came back home and then uh, I was telling you off mic we've had uh piece of board from the roof come come off so i've got like 20 feet of board i've got to replace sometime Ugh. between now and the next rain Ugh. but uh anyway uh but that was that was been pretty much it but yeah. just stuck in the house the whole time
0: it's been kind of crazy what about you jay now you, you've you tr- made the trek to mathiston in your massive four-wheel drive
1: yes every day i haven't been stuck at home hardly at all we came back from uh north mississippi on sunday just as it was kind of getting started and then um yeah we've been working half days uh trying to kind of go in late and come out come back early but uh it's it's been interesting too it's been like the first couple of days of the fresh snow were much easier to drive in than the third day i slid more the third day today it's been kind of like mixed there was some clear pieces of road and then some that were just like I don't know, like somebody had taken a hammer and just knocked little tiny ditches in it. And just, I, I'm, I'm afraid my transmission is going to be shot uh, by mm-hmm. the end of the week. But safe. I mean, I, I've i kind of, thankfully, I haven't off roaded any, but I kind of felt like I have.
0: Yeah, I bet. Um, some of the bridges you had to go over to get to uh, your workplace looked a little scary from Facebook reports. So, uh,
1: yeah, and the, the, the bridges were not. Nearly, I mean, as bad as some of the road, though. I mean, really, sometimes the, on a couple of days the bridges were better than the road. So it, it's hard to. I, I'm. There's some physics that I don't understand with that, but. Uh, so would was, that be
0: a bridge over troubled ice?
1: Well, ice over troubled bridge, and yeah, something along those lines. Wow.
0: Okay, I'm waiting for a. I'm waiting for a boxer comment there, Art. You gotta. Oh,
1: you I was gotta... waiting for Art to break into song there. Yeah. Or into. Uh, Whatever. i'm
2: sorry i was Throat just trying mongo. to just get past it oh, come on come on so, i was hoping for the sound of silence quite frankly
0: <laughs> oh we think what art thinks of us when he's, not, when he's not in, uh, when he's not when he's not face to face with us so, so we uh we actually brought the four-wheeler home uh last weekend to um uh, before all this moved in we we're gonna go get it serviced and uh So I'm I'm thinking how I need to get up to the office, and we live about a half a mile away because it's an older building. I wanted to make sure that nothing had frozen up. We've got some exterior drain pipes, and uh, I'm like, hmm, there's a four-wheeler. with four-wheel drive, so I I rednecked up. I got me a helmet on, and I bundled up, and I took the four-wheeler through the neighborhood across Highway 389 to the workplace, and that's how I got to work this week was the four-wheeler, which... Got a few little um, little little looks, but uh, there were other people out with four wheelers and gators and whatnot. So uh, I was not alone in the in the driving world, um, which was kind of fun, man. And you know, it,
1: it- well, that's what we had that at the drive through at the pharmacy. We had people showing up on all sorts of vehicles. Some of them walked up because we kind of kind of kept the front closed because we didn't want people to to risk walking through the parking lot. So just did the drive through and we had people come up in in their four-wheelers and their little I don't know what you call them some kind of enclosed four-wheelers. This guy came by today. It was it was it's quite an interesting uh
0: It was probably a gator, is probably what that was.
1: Or, I think it probably was a gator. Yeah.
0: Yeah, kind of kind of crazy. So all right, let's jump into some geeks of the week. Which one of you guys wants to go first? Oh, I don't know. I'll go
2: ahead. Go for it. Uh, Yeah. Oh, sorry, Jay. No, no, go go for it. Go ahead, Art. Okay. Uh, In the comic book world, we've already seen uh, comic books based on the 66 Batman series with Adam West. Batman. Uh, Batman, called Batman 66. And um, they also produced uh, a run of comic books with Wonder Woman based on the Linda Carter series. And those were called uh, uh, Wonder Woman 77. And there's been some crossover between the two of those. Uh, they've announced, and, and people have wanted this for a long time, they've, they've announced now that they're going to do a Christopher Reeve-based comic book called Superman 78, and then one with Michael Keaton's Batman called Batman 89. So both of those are coming uh, to the comic book world, and we'll, we'll see if... If there's any kind of uh, crossover, maybe between all four of those different uh, those different iterations, you know, the Batman '66 and the Batman '89 would be a real interesting crossover to oh, me to see happen. Would it not?
0: Um, yeah, that would be yeah. awesome. So, so my my question is: Are you gonna is Richard Pryor gonna show up in the Superman '78? Oh, probably not.
2: You know, uh-huh. That was <laughs> hopefully not. That I was, don't know. That would it might, might make for an interesting little cameo appearance. Was that
0: I... that was the quest for peace? Is that right?
2: Super no, cool. quest for peace was the fourth one. Uh, okay. This was the Superman three, and I can't remember what the name was, what it was. But Quest for Peace was, was Superman four, where he destroys all the nuclear weapons. Uh, I think I think that has Solar Man in it. Yeah, was maybe, that, I'm, maybe I'm starting to confuse. No, all of think I, I usually only watch the first and second ones now.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. Was that Dolph? That wasn't Dolph Lundgren as no,
2: uh, it was a guy that looked very much like Dolph Lundgren.
0: Because at that point, Lundgren was doing the Punisher, the first version of the Punisher, right?
2: Right, yeah. right. And I'm sure they they. You know, we want a Dolph Lundgren type for this, but you know, maybe he thought, "Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm moved on. I'm, I'm doing the Punisher now." And, and so, so, is the artwork reflect the
1: the actor? Like, the, yeah. will it look yes. like Christopher Reeves? And Michael yeah. Keaton? Okay.
2: And, uh-huh. and I
0: read something in, uh, about that art where they they talked about uh, with the Batman '89. They were going to take the Billy D. Williams Harvey Dent character and make him Two Face.
2: Oh, I like that. That's really good. I hadn't seen that part of it. That's a great idea. I wish they had done that. Well, uh, I think that was a, a, an original intention of doing that, but Tim Burton got pulled off of. Uh, well,
0: what I, what I read was it was an it was an intention for Batman Returns, but Billy D. Williams declined to uh, to come back to the role, so they took. Oh, really? Uh, so okay. they made they made the Max Schreck character uh, played okay. by by Walken, and yeah. you know he became the bad. So um, yeah, yeah. Billy D. Williams would have been a great Two Face. Yeah,
2: I'm sorry he he passed on that. I didn't realize he was the one that passed on that.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, well,
2: I mean, you yeah, know, he had all that Colt forty five money by that point. I so tell
0: you what, down. between that and his Lando cape, I mean, That's what more right. could you want in life? <laughs> so, but uh, anyway, what you got, Jay, for your geek?
1: Well, I was flipping through the geek. I believe this is from Geek Tyrant, I think, and uh, said that there was going to be, uh, I guess, in the in the style of tradition of Barbie movies and transformers and things like that uh maybe even power i don't know if power rangers went the other direction but anyway hasbro the the toy company the game company is teaming up with fox for an animated clue series from the board game clue so this will be um you know that's one of those things that i thought okay that's interesting because i used to love to play clue but i i don't know how that would go um but i you know it's one of those things i would watch at least once, just for the heck of it, for the nostalgia of it. But but we have a movie already. Do we need a series? We do. And there's, a, I think there's, when I was researching this, I think there's actually another one. Ryan Reynolds is looking <laughs> to do another. Um, yeah,
2: I'd heard that he was looking to reboot the Clue movie.
1: Yeah, with, with Jason Bateman. So I don't know mm-hmm. um, what the status of that is. I think it's probably kind of been put on hold but this is recent in this is 2020 information they're still kind of talking about it so i guess it could still happen but um and and there's no date on this animated series either they're just talking about doing it but um yeah i mean i think it would be interesting just one more one more toy now becoming a well it won't be live action but still so.
0: Wow. And, and for the record, uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, were actually it was actually a TV series in Japan. It was a long-running TV series in Japan called Sentei or something like that. I'm sure I just butchered that. And um, they were about to give up the ghost on doing a, a Western adaptation in uh, uh, Sabin Haban. I can never pronounce his name either. He made it. They were able to come in and, and westernize it and made Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, which made then the toys came from that. So, um, yeah, maybe, and yeah. he took
2: the he took the Japanese footage. Anytime you see the Power Rangers, especially in the first season or two, it's all original footage from the Japanese thing, and the with the uh, with the uh like you said, the American kids cut into it. Yeah, yeah, so oh okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and so that that series was huge in Japan. I mean, it was uh, along the lines of um, kind of
2: like our podcast.
0: Yeah, that's right. Except we're that's Bulgaria right. or something like that. Yeah, but
2: it, it, you know, like Ultraman, that, that hit right when my kids, uh, uh, will especially when they were, when they loved that show. It hit right when they they were watching that, so that was good.
0: Well, you know, it hit in '93, and it became such a huge, um, it came became such a a, a a huge phenomenon. It was part of that. Uh, action adventure pack that was syndicated out mm-hmm. um for for tv stations for for back when before you know oprah and all the talk shows took over the that three to five block on tv right and uh it just became this huge phenomenon so i you know it was i was i was way too old to get into Mighty Morphin power rangers but
1: uh it's too bad the space giants didn't have the, quite the same uh, following is a power
2: Rangers. i
0: love me some space giants space giants oh, me too. oh space giants was great so i mean did you ever watch space giants art
2: no i miss space giants i remember this i remember the series i remember which i know what you're talking about but it was wasn't something i watched
0: it was on um it was on tbs on saturday mornings mm-hmm. and, you know way back then. Yeah. so
1: i love well space that was Man. back when tbs was like the first cable channel that i know we've talked about this that First cable channel that really we had around here. Yeah, you know between Space Giants and the Braves. I mean, we we thought we were living large.
0: There you go. Did uh, did Startville Cable get WGN at the same time they got WTBS?
1: It wouldn't have been wouldn't have been far off. I don't remember uh, WGN. You know, I didn't. i sorry, I didn't watch the, the Cubs, but uh, it seems like it was close.
0: Got you, got yeah. you. So and um, yeah, that was I I, I loved me some space giants. So, okay. All right. Well, we were managed to, to tweak on that. So, um, my geek kind of leads into what we're going to talk on part of this. The second half is that, uh, Danny Elfman has been announced as the composer for the Dr. Strange two movie, Dr. Strange in the, uh, multi two. what is it? The multiverse of madness, I believe, which, uh, we're going to talk a little one division in the second half. Um, the The thought is that one division is going to be a lead into that, but uh, the the interesting thing that's uh, Sam Raimi who's directing that, and he's teaming up with Danny Elfman, and Elfman did Spider Man One, Spider Man Two. Obviously, he's known for the the Raimi versions of Spider Man. Uh, he's known for his iconic Batman score. Um, he, um, he actually scored, um, Age of Ultron, which I didn't realize. So I didn't
2: realize that either.
0: Yeah. So he, he's done a lot of comic book movies, but I, I, I love Danny Elfman. Um, you know, he did the the Flash TV show back yep. uh, back in the day, um, the, and then, Batman the
2: Animated Series too. Didn't and he?
0: And he did parts of Batman the Animated Series. So um,
2: I'm, the theme song, anyway, for yeah. sure. That, yeah.
0: Well, I'm really excited to see what he'll bring to uh-huh. Doctor Strange because he's just got that kind of eerie vibe as a composer. Um, yeah, and it's it's always been great music when he's teamed up with Sam Raimi. And I guess I'd forgotten that Sam Raimi was going to come in and and direct. I had
2: forgotten that, too. I didn't remember that at all.
0: You know, it would have been really interesting for Sam Raimi to direct the third Spider-Man in the uh, MCU version. Um, yeah. So, but anyway, but apparently that uh, the, the Doctor Strange movie is going to have everybody in it. you got got, uh, I believe you got, no, 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 Galaxy, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy are going to be in the Thor Love and Thunder. That's, that's what mm-hmm. I saw. So, um, once Marvel comes out of the gate, they're going to come out of the gate hot and uh, because it's been what 18 months since we've had a marvel movie at this point is that too correct? long yeah way too long wow. So i'll be real curious what they end up to do with black widow but uh, anyway but danny elfman's back he's in the um he'd already been in the marvel universe but he's reunited with sam Raimi, and i'm really excited to see what they come up with so that's gonna be great yeah i'm also excited to see what we come up with as we uh, meander into the second segment we'll be right back the second half of the snow edition of guys of a certain age. We're back. Well, I'm back in studio. These guys are somewhere else. Art, you wanted to talk about uh, things happening on distant planets too, right?
2: Yeah. Just going to mention that uh, as we're recording this, the day that we're recording this, just a few hours ago, uh, NASA, EDL, JPL, a group of, of folks, uh, space folks, uh, managed to land uh, another rover on uh, on the planet Mars. Uh, wow perseverance is, uh perseverance rather has uh, <clears throat> has landed and will start uh, has already started taking pictures and and I guess we'll be seeing those things so uh, part of uh, what is laying the foundation for demand uh, exploration for that
0: so will they so that's finally, exciting. will they finally find Marvin is the question
2: Mar- Marvin the Martian Marvin the yes. Martian yes
1: I was it. gonna ask if they spotted dr. Manhattan but apparently that was just a ruse, I'm learning.
2: Uh, Spoiler. Yes. Yeah, there you go. Hey, well, <laughs>
1: speaking of that,
0: I mean, off mic, off app, whatever, I, you know, finally finally watched Aquaman and finally watched uh, Shazam and really enjoyed both of them. Jay, you've seen Aquaman, correct?
1: Yeah, it's been a while. I My mean, I saw it when it came out, but I haven't seen it since.
0: And so, Watchmen spoilers here. So, the guy who plays Dr. Manhattan in the Watchmen TV series also plays uh, Black Manta, in uh aquaman
1: oh, i had not, not connected those dots
0: yeah yeah i thought that was really interesting and i'm sorry i can't remember his name he's a fabulous actor i loved him in Watchmen. um but uh yeah he kind of did double duty in the uh in the dc universe there so
1: oh okay interesting. yeah I'm, I'm about 40 i'm about five minutes into the final season finale of Watchmen. so yeah so there we are so yeah. I'm, I'm i'm a little behind but what's new what's new
0: have, have you enjoyed uh, it so far
1: yeah yeah i mean <laughs> it's bizarre but i have enjoyed it yeah
0: <laughs> you know to me it, it it it's incredibly timely because they were able oh, yeah. to um um I, this this was done two years prior to the to the unrest of the summer of of 2020 and uh man you talk about something just hitting at the right time um uh, Angela Abar Man I tell you what I just She is a phenomenal actor And I can't wait To see um,
1: But that's not her That's not the actor's name That's the character's
0: name Oh I'm sorry I'm sorry Regina King Regina King Regina King Which she directed The uh, One Night in Miami Not to be confused With One Night in March uh, which is on Amazon Prime right now. So, uh, but Regina's incredibly talented, and um, you know I really enjoyed her in that. Now that I got her name right, so uh, you got
2: you got a bigger guffaw from Jay there than uh, than,
0: than usual. <laughs>
1: yeah, wow, that's wow. fresh on my mind. I watched the credits recently. There you
0: go, there you go. Uh, so let's talk a little Wandavision. We're not going to go deep dive into Wandavision. We'll do that at the end of the series, but we're kind of halfway through. Uh, so, spoiler alert: If you've not gone through halfway of one division, then you need to bail out now and come join us later once you've seen what you want to see of one division. But um, what's your initial impressions, Jay? What do you, what do you think so far?
1: Well, you know, it, it, I guess I know we've had a little bit of an update since it started, and it may be the same thing. But the pictures they showed at the beginning, with just pretty much the sitcom, the funny stuff, you know, I I would have enjoyed that. I'm glad that it, that it has played out differently and that it's become more serious. And I guess that's kind of what I was thinking earlier is that it's been really interesting to have this sort of lighthearted trying to figure out what sitcom they're dealing with. And those moments kind of juxtaposed with the the serious stuff that Wanda is doing to make all this happen. And still not 100% sure why, aside from just, you know, reassembling her family. But um, – yeah, it's been a fascinating watch. Now it's very different from anything Marvel that I. I mean, Marvel's had some funny moments. I'm, I'm that's been a sort of a, a hallmark of the Marvel movies, just having some little comedy in it. But um, this one has been really unique.
0: Art, what's your your take on One uh, Division so far?
2: Yeah, I agree with what Jay said. Uh, I was enjoying it. You know, even the the first three episodes that were we're playing the sitcom motif pretty straightforward. Uh, You would have just a little bit of something weird happening at the end of it. I think that's when we talked about it last was right after the first three episodes, just as the fourth episode was about to air. I think that's right. And the fourth episode is where everything really changed, really, you know, you know, became much more, you know, we started to see what was going on behind the scenes, um, you know, and what was going on with Wanda. Uh, And I just think it's been just, really really fascinating to watch um i think it's been well done i think it, the actors are great in it i love the characters they brought back not to steal your line jay but uh <laughs> you know
0: i love um, when all the dead people come back
2: yeah i mean that's what's going on in here and then the, the little twist and stuff with uh, you know wanda's brother uh and, of course, I'm, I'm reading, I'm sure, as y'all are, too, all the fan speculation on what's really going on and what we would know. Of course, we've got another episode coming out tomorrow as we record this. Uh, but, um, you know, I just – like I said, I've been really, really impressed with the job they've done on it. And and kind of – I know a lot of people, three episodes in, were thinking, is this really all this, the, there's going to be to this thing? Do we, we need to see something? And um, I, I just felt like they really delivered.
0: So I I think it's been incredible. I've loved the production values on the different areas of TV. This this last week, I love the Malcolm in the Middle uh, yeah. influenced uh, intro and the way they were going through the whole thing. But um, I I tell you, I've really enjoyed Darcy and Agent Wu, and mm-hmm. I would love to yes. see. a a x-men type spinoff of those two guys and um you know woo with his card trick he's got um something to you know i just talked about the the black manta and and watchmen crossover uh we've got another issue there you've got uh, you've got randall park who plays agent woo uh, he was also the uh, Doctor Stephen Shin in Aquaman, so mm-hmm. he has crossed universes. He's one sure of the, one of the few guys who've who've done that. So, uh, anyway, it's 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 been fun to watch. Um, so, what do you guys think of the recasting of Quicksilver Pietro, um, Wanda's brother? Uh, and to kind of recap, so if you remember, in Age of Ultron, Wanda's brother dies. Um, In the Fox X-Men universe, you've got Quicksilver, uh, Pietro Maximoff in that series as well. And uh, he did not die. He kind of stole the show in first class and a couple other uh, wherever he showed up. He was fabulous. Um, And the actor, they, they bring in the Fox Pietro to to the show. And they're like, oh, my gosh, they've recast him. So what, what was your initial reaction of having that crossover from the Fox universe um, for Wanda's brother?
1: I didn't – this will be no surprise to anybody, but I didn't really recognize that until my my son said, hey, did you recognize who that was? And then I, you know, I've read a lot about it since then. So I was uh, – uh, it was a delayed reaction for me. I, it's fascinating. <clears throat> But uh I think I've read so much about it, you know, there's you know, half a dozen different things that could be going on and so I'm just kinda
2: waiting to see and
0: you know, so so Art what what was your take when, when he showed up at the
2: I had read that the guy was gonna appear. I can't remember his name. Evan Peters? Uh yeah, yeah, I believe so. Anyway, I'd read that he was gonna appear in the show. And the speculation was, I mean, there were you know people arguing on social media. No, Kevin Feige has said they're not going to introduce any of those characters yet, so he won't be he won't be able to play Quicksilver. He won't be a you know an X Men, which is what he was in Fox. Uh, you know, can't be a mutant. And uh, and they said, well, you know, Feige said a lot of stuff, and then you know because they they always they never tell you what's really going on. Uh, so I'd heard that he was in there, and the, the speculation I heard was that he was going to play one of Wanda and Vision's son as an adult. So when they brought him in as the brother, and just that, like you said, the the whole way they've leaned into the sitcoms and the 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 tropes and motifs of the different sitcoms, and here's his brother showing up at the end, you know, that was great. Uh, but the fact that Wanda was surprised by, by it was was pretty cool, too, and that's mm-hmm. was shown as a whole other thing. But I, And I thought the character you know, that he plays in the, this latest episode, the Malcolm in the Middle type of episode was just perfect too. You know, it was just kind of that. And it's almost like one of the things where they usually bring in the, the cousin or whatever in, you know, later seasons or whatever to kind of bring new life in. It seemed like he was kind of doing the same thing there.
1: I'm well, glad they they're somebody, still
2: doing those sitcom parts too. I'm, I'm glad they just didn't totally abandon those yeah. when they were kind of found out didn't they say that like Mallory's girlfriend and family
1: ties used to come sliding in like got him Nick or something and I think that they I saw one comparison to that um yeah I'm sure there are
2: many because that's the way it works but but that's who he kind of reminds me of now that you mentioned that yeah
0: so so an uh, interesting um tie together between Evan Peters who uh is playing um Wanda's brother in WandaVision who played him in in the Fox movies the Fox X-Men movies and Aaron Taylor Johnson who was originally who's her original brother in Age of Ultron both those guys co-starred in sorry Mrs. Reed the movie Mm -hmm. Kick-Ass so that's it's it's kind of interesting to see
1: crossover yeah yeah (laughs) yeah you talk about a
0: crossover kind of
1: from the kick-ass universe oh sorry mama
0: yeah that's right I was waiting for you to say that so but, uh, <laughs> you, you,
2: yeah.
1: you tricked
0: me I did I, I, I did I did so um, you know and so there's the uh, there's the, the the idea that I'm trying to pull up
1: come on come on come on
0: computer do better do better um, who's playing Monica Rambo? Um, Tiano Paris so Monica Rambo. alright if, if re- go back to the the comic books she becomes a superhero called impulse i believe it's an impulse what's her what's her superhero? photon photon that's right photon is an impulse right mm-hmm. uh, so
2: it may be both but impulse i think is a speedster from the dc universe yeah you're right you
0: know you get into those those secondary characters so what's mm-hmm. interesting is in the last episode when they talked about her going back into the hex um you know, Darcy's like, you can't go back in. Your DNA's been rewritten because you've been in there twice already. So, you know, is that how she ends up with her superpower set? Yeah. And, And so my speculation, my theory is that everybody who's in the Hex are getting their dna rewritten and this is how mutants happen in the mm-hmm. marvel cinematic universe so um
2: and it's also the same type of radiation that triggers the fantastic Four's uh, power change ooh, that uh that's right that, the cosmic uh, it's cmr i can't remember what the m stands for but cosmic something radiation which is what triggered the fantastic Four's transformation and there's been big speculation that Monica's astrophysicist friend that she keeps mentioning is going to be Reed Richards, played by John Krasinski.
1: Uh, I was just fixing to ask if y'all had seen that. That's that would yeah. be that would just top everything well, for me. I think
0: John Krasinski would be just like the best Reed Richards. So, but,
1: oh
2: yeah, that'd be great. But
1: you're
0: gonna have Chris Evans as Johnny Storm. You know, I mean,
2: well, Johnny, you know, have you seen that he is going to be playing Johnny Storm in the uh, in the Doctor Strange movie?
0: Hypothetically, he is. And he also is going to be. I mean, there's also speculation he's going to be an evil Captain America as well.
2: Yeah, he's going to be the Hydra Cap. This is, yeah, like you said, speculation. The evil, uh, the Hydra Captain America, the Hell Hydra guy. And then Jessica Hall was also going to come back as Sue Storm. Ooh. Mm. Very nice. I think yeah, we You talked will about truly this a little be bit. able to say I love it when all the people come back. <laughs> right, cuz it'll be Man. all the people from all the movies that have played yeah, all the that's characters, right. so, Ke- alive.
0: so Kevin Feige is saying to uh the Arrowverse, "Hold my beer." is what he saying. <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: exactly right.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Wow. So
2: con- Speaking of secondary characters, okay, so who did uh Pedro Pascal play? What was it? It was uh, in the and in the latest Wonder Woman movie. Oh. It was Max Lord, right? Yeah, that's right. Okay, I have had his. I'm just going to clear this up. You know, of course, <laughs> mis- remembering things is what we do, but I've been th- confusing him with Morgan Edge all this time. Morgan Edge was the k- Superman comic book character that came back and, and bought out the Daily Planet stuff. So. So I just realized I yeah. don't know who so, Max Lord is at all. So Maybe Max a Lord, expectations were. So
0: Max Lord, I, I looked him up. He's almost a Lex Luthor esque type of character. Yeah. Uh, he bought he he likes bought the rights to Justice League to the Justice yeah. League and kind of rebooted it a couple of times. Mm-hmm. And so he's been one of those nebulous is he good is he bad type of guys. Mm-hmm. So uh, and
2: his fate his fate by Wonder Woman's hands in the comic book was much more severe than it was in the, in the movie. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, mm-hmm. but anyway, all right. Any other thoughts about one division before we wrap up? we got one more little thing we want to talk about, but, uh, has this been, um, I, I personally think this has been some of the best Marvel storytelling yet. Um,
2: yeah, I'd agree with that. I'm looking forward more to unique. Falcon and the winter soldier, which I think is going to be, you know, more of a, you know, straight-up action kind of series. Yeah. But I have really, really enjoyed what they've done here and the chances they've taken, and I think they have done a good job of making those things pay off.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Jay, what were you going to say?
2: I'll just say it's been one of the
1: – definitely the most unique Marvel things that I've seen, mm-hmm. and I'm looking at the te- – no, I haven't watched the trailer, but it looks like the – Tomorrow's drop is going to be Modern Family uh, inspiration, so that should be. Oh my gosh, we're getting into modern times now, so that that should be interesting. Mm -hmm.
0: Well, their their Malcolm in the Middle take was just absolutely great. So, but um, anyway, cool beans. All right, we're going to wrap this up, but I want to talk about uh, someone who's kind of influential on me professionally, and we don't talk politics on this podcast, and we're not about to start. But um, as we're recording this, uh, a couple days ago, Rush Limbaugh passed away. And whether you love him or hate him, disagreed, agree with his politics, we're putting all that to the side. The influence that Rush had upon talk radio, it cannot be argued. Um, let's go back in time to when I was in high school and these guys were earning – uh, you know a wage as because they were full-grown adults back in the 70s 80s uh talk radio was not a thing you had some outliers you had uh you had larry king with the talk radio show which he ended up taking to to cnn um oh who was the guy who had late night uh i can see him right now uh older fellow he would Ted was, Koppel. couple no, not take that was that was Nightline. Um it was it was Oh a, late night you yeah, said. Yeah, it was on CBS. Tom Snyder. Tom Snyder.
2: No, the tomorrow show. That was NBC.
0: Uh yeah. So Tom Schneider, he, he did some talk radio. But um, you know, if if you guys will recall, you know. AM was the powerhouse going into the 70s. AM radio is where everything was happening in the 70s as FM radio become more prevalent and music sounded better on the FM. Uh, everybody did this gold rush to the FM dial, and you had all these AM radio stations. You had these licenses that you really didn't know what to do with. And a lot of times, AM radio stations were simulcast from their big brother, FM's. Um, What happened was this guy named Rush Limbaugh was syndicated out in um, 88-89 with a conservative talk radio show that uh, became incredibly popular, which caused numerous AM stations across the United States to transition to talk radio. Um, you had talk radio happening before rush was a program that you could actually sell and make money off of. And so Rush Limbaugh, the Rush Limbaugh program heralded this, this renaissance of talk radio on the AM dial, uh, which led to without rush, there's no Fox news. There's no, uh, NBC, uh, MSNBC, um, there's, there's no talk radio as a giant, as we, as we see today. I mean, you, you've got talk radio littered across your Sirius XM aisle, um, uh, dial, not aisle, maybe your aisle, but you, or, or in major markets, you've got talk radio everywhere. You've got a ton of local folks that doesn't happen without Limbaugh. And, uh, I, I think without Limbaugh in the talk radio explosion in the nineties and early aughts you don't have the podcast. So, um, again, mm. not talking his, not talking his politics. We're going to leave that for other folks, but just rush was a, a pioneer in radio. Um, millions of people listened to him and he changed the face of talk radio. So anyway, that was, that was kind of what I wanted to bring up is Jay and Arter silent? So, but I mean, Jay, Jay, I mean, you guys listened to rush through the years, right? I mean, what, what was your, your take? Yeah. In
1: that? the, in the early nineties, um, when I first got out of school and was working, the guy I worked with was listen, would listen to it at work. And so that's where I first learned about it. And just, um, you know, I never imagined I could listen to somebody for hours and, you know, and not be bored. And so whatever you think about whatever he was saying, um, it was fascinating to listen to. But the other thing that people didn't agree with um, as far as Rush goes, or there was differing degrees of agreeability was his ties. Did any of you ever have a, a Rush Limbaugh tie?
0: No, I did not I did have not. a Rush Limbaugh tie.
1: Well, he was famous for wearing these just really wild, colorful ties. And uh, so I I think I bought a couple of them, gave one to my dad. I kept one for myself. But I still have it. And uh, uh, my wife does not like me to wear it. It is very, it's really wild, but it's one of my favorite ties. So I just don't <laughs> want to throw that out there. I still own my Rush Limbaugh tie.
0: What about you, Art? What are your, uh, did you? It, yeah, you were- I
2: can remember, you know. Uh, people having on at at work and listening to him. Uh, you know, there were like you said, uh, as soon as he started and and got big, you you saw uh, several imitators. You know, come out or several people that uh, you know were trying to be like he was. Uh, and and he was he was unique. I mean, I don't think it, it's 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 hard to. I, I saw something that said, um, you know, whether you whether you liked him or not, this is what not. You you found yourself almost you know having to listen to him sometimes just to know what's going on. I think his detractors listened to him almost as much as his supporters did. Uh, And, you know, he just, like I said, he, regardless of his politics, regardless of of how, how you feel about what he believed and what he said, he certainly did change the face of what we know as talk radio. Now, I don't think we would have what we know as talk radio now if he had led the way
0: yeah i completely agree you know i was uh working at wkor um uh, am when rush limbaugh was going on and so i ran his shows a couple of times well more than a couple of times and what was always funny is if you if the if the way he covered his breaks he would take uh he would take old weird weird owl um, spots from like uhf uh, I remember spatula city and they would drop that 62nd spot. in. if you, if you weren't able to cover that local break with local commercials, they would run these, these ridiculous commercials. And it was hilarious. I mean, you know, weird Al was just a com, still is a comic genius, but his whole, you know, his whole spatula city. And there are a couple other things, you know, something about a sale too good to be true, but we can't tell you where it's at. Cause if you're not here. You're going to miss it, you know, and uh, yeah. it's over by the end of the, of the commercial so um
1: i remember that one that's wow <laughs>
0: yeah yeah so anyway again changed the face of, of talk radio um you know was just was a great broadcaster didn't always agree with what everything he said a lot i didn't agree with and i haven't listened to limbaugh in years but um he was a titan of talk radio he and howard stern both um, really changed the face of radio. And when Howard passes as well, I think you're going to see it, it, as many folks say, yeah, he was, he was just as influential. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah. So.
2: And I will just say I've, I've talked to my brother-in-law Phil who ended up doing what he's doing, I think in large part because of, of Rush Limbaugh. And he just said that there'll never be another one like him. You know I mean? It was just it was something that, uh, you know, people that are in the business just Recognized that he was just uh, just a giant.
0: Yeah, you know it was always interesting. He never had guest on. Um, he occasionally would have politicos come on, but uh, I mean he was a he. He would sit there and he would talk for three hours straight. Well, you that's know. what I meant. How,
1: how does? I mean, I, we might be able to do it, but we we talk pretty easy for thirty to forty five minutes, but uh, three hours of 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 content that had been researched i mean it wasn't just he wasn't just off the cuff um or wasn't completely off the cuff i should say yeah Yeah, it was fascinating
0: he had a great research staff and uh i mean there's a whole staff of people that that was behind that show but anyway so he passed this week uh i think age 65 um you know again changed the face of a medium and you know i just think it's important sometimes to to, to acknowledge those who uh had such a, a a large impact especially something that has been close to mine and art's heart you know as we've done radio through the years and as we've continued with this podcast and brought old jay reed along with us so uh anyway again no no politics we're not talking politics but uh it was a little sad to, to see that that guy passed but uh Anyway, all right. On that, on that, uh, you guys got something happy to say? That was kind of a downer note. I mean,
2: I'll I'll end with this. DC uh, uh, DC Universe we, uh, has has been good to me. I'm, I'm wearing my Batman shirt that I got as a voucher for sticking with DC Universe. Did they send you so, a Batman shirt? Yeah, I've got I got a twenty five dollar voucher for you know thanks for for sticking with us as we made the transition and you could go to the DC shop and spend it. So that's when I bought a Batman sweatshirt. That I've been wearing as we've gone through this um, ice storm here. So that's, go DC Univore, first infiniti- infinity now, or infinite, that, whatever that, it is now.
0: That's very ice of them.
2: Oh, uh, that was oh, oh, Schwarzenegger oh. kind of joke there. Oh, man. All right. <laughs> ice to right. see you. Yeah.
0: I, that was pretty good, Swartz, Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Thank right. you. Yeah. And on yeah. On that note. On that note. All <laughs> right. We're going to wrap it up. Thank you guys for joining us, and we'll see you back next week.